pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's time for your in-depth look at the world of gaming. Here we go! The Meta with Katie Barber. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to The Meta right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. I'm your host, Katie Barber, and very happy to be back from a Thanksgiving break. We're going to kick off today's show with some nerding out to game news with my friend James Pledger. After that, we're going to be talking to Ken's Five Spurs digital journalist and NBA 2K League writer Jeff Garcia to dish on the eSports League and why the Spurs don't have a team. After that, Pledge and I are going to break down some of the newer shows like Hawkeye and Arcane, maybe a little Hitmonkey. Um, and to start, we've got some really good news for San Antonio Warzone players. Texas Gaming Empire, the guest on our last episode, they're ho- holding a Call of Duty Warzone Duos t- tournament tomorrow starting at 1 p.m. at Level Up Art Gallery. Team entry is $25, and there's at least $250 to be won. You can you can find the registration link on the Texas Gaming Empire Facebook page. Uh, but really to start, so the last time we were here, yep. we talked about Battlefield 2042 getting ready to come out. Yeah. We had talked a little bit about like Call of Duty or Battlefield. And we talked about it in episode one, too, because mm-hmm. it was that and it was Vanguard both coming out like almost consecutively weeks behind each other yes and so and battlefield 2042 not so great of a launch lots of people upset especially if especially for those on the last gen consoles the 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 graphics not good the the 64 like not being able to play with your friends who have managed to get a next gen console not fun that's a bummer and the big things uh no scoreboard no voice chat like no i mean no campaign then that was expected but like what then what are you playing <laughs> what are you doing like this is what this game's supposed to be about and uh but but ea and dice have been making some changes they released a new update this week to try and fix some changes um the changes that came out this week was within a certain radius if you're down you can see if there's players nearby that can help you <laughs> that's really helpful i guess uh if if a nearby player is low on ammo or health uh you now know so you can help them but no scoreboard, no voice chat still, <laughs> and it's a little bit of a mess. And here's the issue. Like, when games have issues early in the development, people forget about it and they don't go back to it. Mm-hmm. And we saw it with Cyberpunk 2077 for the most part. It had all those glitches, all those problems at the beginning of it, and it never took off the way everybody thought thought mm-hmm. it was going to take off even once you've gone back retroactively and fixed all mm-hmm. of the problems if you don't get it fixed quick it is almost a death knell for a game absolutely and this is compounded and we're going to talk about this game later but the halo infinite multiplayer beta released on november 15th mm-hmm. at the same time i know so many people that gave battlefield a shot 
and were playing Halo, and they just completely dropped Battlefield in favor of Halo. Yeah. That's just what everyone's doing. It it just is the reality of the situation. There are too many options for first-person shooter games. You've got Halo. You've got COD. You've got Warzone. You've got Vanguard it, now. You, yeah. it, it, if you're not on your stuff at the beginning, you're going to be forgotten about. And when you've got the money that EA and DICE have. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but And I think the really big news that came out on Thursday, yesterday, was that the co-founder of Apex Legends and the the Titanfall studio, Respawn, are taking over the Battlefield franchise from here on out. Nice. Um, so the goal, they said, um, EA talked to GameSpot about it, and they said that they're planning on trying to build a connected Battlefield universe between a variety of studios. That includes DICE, um, the developer who's working on Battlefield Portal, which means you can play older Battlefield games within Battlefield uh, 2042, called Ripple Effect, um, and... You know, so we'll see if they can put something together. But yeah. for as much as they were, they they rolled the dice and, and putting all of their their chips on <laughs> on battle <laughs> battlefield. It's just really disappointing, and I hope that they make the changes they need to make for the players sure. that have been excited. But that just means that more p- people have been enjoying Halo Infinite. Sure, even and... though it's not all the way out until next week. And it's just, that's the great thing about the betas is you get to see the issues, fix the issues mm-hmm. before a mass release, mm-hmm. which allows you to get ahead of the curve on things that maybe your developers, maybe your uh, testers, things that just didn't come up when you were initially getting ready to launch this game. So if you soft launch it, give it a chance, get some feedback. When you launch to the masses, mm-hmm. everything's ready to go. And of course, the, I think the decision to do that was smart. They, they made the multiplayer in Halo Infinite mm-hmm. completely free. So you don't have to buy it. When, it. when the game launches, if you aren't already playing it, you can play the multiplayer for free. Yeah. This, what's launching next week is the single player campaign. That'll cost... The amount of money was at sixty, seventy dollars now for new games. It's I guess it depends on what platform you're playing. Um, but the big thing for people to know is that the co-op campaign for Halo Infinite is not actually releasing until season two of the game starts, and they've confirmed that that's not happening until May. So if you're planning on picking up Halo Infinite, what you're paying for is single co- single player campaign only. And they mm-hmm. released a really cool trailer for it this week too. So. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to watch people play it. I'm yeah. more of a Halo watcher than a Halo player. Same. Um, same. <laughs> the music like always gets me. First-person shooters. I'm usually just the dude that is um, bait. Shall yeah. we say? <laughs> I'm the first one dead. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. I, and it's been that way ever since Goldeneye. <laughs> but I, I just can hear that bum 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 like that Halo music mm-hmm. is in my head, even though I I just watch people play all the time. Um, but We'll touch back on that. I'm sure there's going to be some updates that are coming out. I know they released an update for uh, the, per- the the Battle Pass yeah. to make it a little bit easier to level up. Um, but that's it for game news for this week. We're going to take a real quick break here on the Meta, your home for everything gaming and esports. When we come back, Jeff Garcia is going to tell us how he went from covering the Spurs to adding the 2K League to his resume. You're listening to the Meta on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. <laughs> The Meta with Katie Barbo on San Antonio Sports Star. 
Welcome back to the Meta here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. Online at com. Right now, we're joined by Jeff Garcia. If you stayed up to date with Spurs news, whether it's through Ken's or through the Locked on Spurs podcast, you definitely know Jeff. He's been on many of the shows here on San Antonio Sports Star, and I'm happy to have him here on the Meta. We first met when I moved to San Antonio, and we bonded over on Twitter over anime video games, and my lack of knowledge about San Antonio sports. And uh, I just wanted to bring him on to talk about uh, the NBA 2K League. And uh, yeah, Jeff, thanks so much for being here. Thanks. I guess this makes it a, a complete circle now. I've done almost all the shows now on, <laughs> ESP, on uh, San Antonio Sports Star now. Yours was the last. I think been the Blitz, been on Halftime, Saturday Morning Hangover, Fantasy Gods, and now I'm on the meta. Thank you so much for having me on. And what? I don't have to talk about basketball this time? <laughs> on the court, in person, a virtual basketball now? Right. I was like, it all is basketball, technically. And I just think that yeah. the hubris here is that everybody else probably knows you way better <laughs> listening than they know me. <laughs> so I right. feel like maybe you should be hosting uh, today. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, no. Speaking of, speaking of anime, we had an anime discussion on Locked on Spurs. Oh. And um, I was trying, my big question is, I, I know anime is more um, accepted now. It's, more, it's pop culture. It's, you know, it's acceptable of you to come out and say, hey, you know, I like Demon Slayer or I like uh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, but my question on the show was, do you consider Dragon Ball Z just simply the godfather of uh, anime is when it comes to it being accepted on American soil? Uh, yeah, I, w- I would say that. I, I think it depends on... Who you may ask, I think a lot of people would say that it's either going to be Dragon Ball Z or Sailor Moon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because they were—they I mean—they were on American TV in the West around the same right. time, and a lot of people who watched one maybe watched both. So I, I would—I well, would say yes, yeah, with a caveat. And, and our guest, yeah, our guest was actually uh, Jack Thompson, you know, with the Saturday Morning Hangover, mm. and uh, he agreed. He said that Dragon Ball Z could be seen as a godfather, as it ushering acceptance. Yeah. But if you go further back, you know, there was other anime that were in on American soil before mm-hmm. uh, Z made it, um, you know, possible. Like you know, your Voltron. Yeah. Uh, was, was a good one. Um, that's a good example there. Uh, your Robotech. Mm-hmm. You know, again, you know, before that. But yeah, that was kind of like the big question. On lockdown Spurs, so you get you get San Antonio Spurs talk and a lot of enemies. <laughs> well, I approve. I think that I, I love to bond with people over anime. It's been like the bonding mm-hmm. agent of pretty much everyone that I've met and become friends with here in San Antonio so far. Well, that's, that's how you and I met yeah. because I saw I saw I saw Goku and uh, Zenu <laughs> yes. uh, shaking hands, uh, and I the moment I saw that on your Twitter, I said, oh, she's a friend." It's over. <laughs> well. It's over. It's it's finished. Call it a wrap. Like there's no there's no applications. Please instantly hired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when I saw that on your Twitter profile, I said done, giving her a follow. And as they say, the rest is history. And yeah, yeah, finally get to talk to you and join you here on the Meta. Absolutely. And you were really supportive when I first actually told you about the plans for this show. Um, and you've mm-hmm. put me in contact with a couple of people. And but I knew from the moment that you had all of this insight that I saw that you had all this insight on the NBA 2K league, which I am Mm -hmm. not super familiar with. I am happy to say, I will always admit I am not 
the biggest follower of sports games, esports competitions, but I'm interested in them on a macro scale and how they bring people mm-hmm. together. But so I'm really curious how you got involved with covering as a writer the 2K League. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I split time between San Antonio and New York City. Um, I reside in both places. And when I have time in New York City, I live out in Queens. Mm. Well, there's this area in Queens that's kind of an industrial parkish looking area. And it's a quick hop, jump, and a skip on the subway for me. So I remember one time just walking down the neighborhood and I see, um, and by the way, there's a lot of movies being shot in New York City in that industrial park. There's a lot of big movie studios. And um, I'm, I'm out for a walk and I, and I see them out there. I say, who are these kids? I see the NBA <laughs> logo. I see them carrying around their Xbox or you know, their PS uh, controllers. I'm like, what is going on here? Is this a movie shooting commercial for something? So I kind of like, you know, mosey around the block, and I see, oh, okay, that's interesting, NBA 2K League. So this was in season two of the league. So I just reached out to the NBA. How long uh, ago was that? It, like, if you say oh season my, two, like that, how? That was, um, let's see, they're in season four now. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I, I would say about four years, well, three years ago. So three years ago for me, four years in total uh, for the 2K League. And I put out a, an application to go. And initially, they were leery because the 2K League department didn't know who I was. The NBA department knows who I am. Uh, the NBA knows, oh, it's Jeff. You know, he's, he's <laughs> in New York. He's going to be going to the draft or the draft lottery or whatever events you're having in New York City. And the 2K League actually denied me initially. And uh, I tried again, and they contacted me saying, like, I don't understand. You know, like, you're a San Antonio writer. Are you just here <laughs> in New York City? for a visit? I said, no, I live in New York City. I'm just um, curious, what is this league about? So they said, okay, fine. They let me go. And uh, that now became the rest of history. But it, 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 it's interesting, though, because I dived into this. I didn't know what was going on. I was a fan of esports. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you, you put on the Killer Instinct uh, tournaments that they host uh, throughout in the, in the country, and I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. But uh, to see 2K League and, and to see the uh, professional 2K League players doing their thing in a, sim- in a simulated world, but also in, in, in an arena that, is, that was just impressive. Um, and I'll tell you about that, the, what it is like to be in an NBA 2K League arena. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it just blew my mind. And I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. I'm a geek. I, I am, I'm proud of it. And I don't, and I love video games. I grew up in that. I grew up with the uh, 2600. I grew up with, um, you know, the first edition of the, uh, the Nintendo. And I remember getting it as a kid. In Christmas. So <laughs> A tale as old as time. Games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just been a fan of video games for years. And I said, look, now there's a professional league that's near my home in Queens that I can actually go to and see professional 2K league players do their thing. And fell in love with it. Um, you, you know, it was a process initially. A lot of the guys, they're very young. Most of them are in their, in their late teens up to mid-20s. And there's some special in, uh, you know, individual uh, stories that I've learned. For example, I met an NYPD cop who gave up his badge because he wanted to become a 2K League player. Whoa. And he's in his, he, at that time, he was in his uh, mid-30s. Dang. I've uh, I've met 
a guy, I believe now, uh, he's with the Philadelphia team, uh, 76ers GC, or he's moved on. But I met him initially when he was with the 76ers GC team. And, you know, I go in with this impression thinking, like, they're just a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. And they're actually, you know, for the most part, they are. Comparison to me, everybody's a kid. But um, this guy, you know, who's a little older, I started talking to him. And I said, where are you from? He said, oh, you know, I grew up in California. And I said, okay, I go, what'd you do in California? So long story short, he gave up a triple-figure salary working as a financial advisor. Oh, man. Told me his story about how he approached his family, you know, his mom and dad saying, so I'm going to give up all my schooling, mm-hmm. all the time I've been in this, in this firm, because I'm going to go to the Combines in the 2K League and make my dreams of being a professional NBA 2K League player come true. And he did it. Wow. He did it. Wow. So you get cops. You have financial advisors. You have um, uh, people from uh, – at that. You know, you know, maybe just a couple of years ago, this didn't exist. But initially, uh, you know, in year two, there were foreign players that would move, relocate to the United States just to go through the combines and then see if they can make it into, the, into then just an American-based 2K League team. And now it's, it's, it's open. There's, there's, there's one, you know, in Mexico now. There's, well, there's going to be one in Mexico for wow. the new season. There, there's, there's, a new, there's a league um, based out of Korea, I believe. There's a league in Canada. Mm-hmm. So you, you, people go in, well, my experience is people go into this thinking, like, they scoff at it. They're saying, you know, what are you doing with a bunch of kids <laughs> I go, I'm, they're not a bunch of kids. These are professional players. Mm-hmm. The, the the franchises that own them, so for example, we'll take the, we're talking about the Knicks. So uh, I'm in New York, and so Knicks Gaming. Nick, the New York Knicks own Knicks Gaming, and they treat them, the players, as if they're playing in Madison Square Garden. So they look at them as professional players. Right. And they give them the same treatment as they would as the players that are in Madison Square Garden wow. uh, going up and down the court for four quarters. And they're, they're serious about their craft. They're so serious about it. Um, to get from, to that, to get to that caliber, yeah. to, to even be competitive in, in that against <laughs> other people that are, you know, professionals you have to be dedicated you have to take it seriously and quite frankly i think it's smart for the nba franchises that have teams it's smart for them to take it just as seriously there's all i mean on the business side yeah. there's so much money <laughs> to is, be gained it was uh, i think it was about a, the last season or season before the first time ever uh, you know that a player got a um a sponsorship like uh, a company wanted to hire him to be their spokesperson one of the 2K players? One of the 2K players, wow. yeah. And then, you know, I'm, I'm walking down Times Square, and I see his ad up there, and I follow up with him the next day saying, hey, was that you up there? He goes, yeah. And sure enough, the 2K League made the announcement that the individual player became the first ever in history to uh, get a sponsorship. Wow. Uh, so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, there's a future in this. And there's a lot of people that are starting to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and from when I started covering it in year two to now, I've seen just it explode in growth. I, I was there on draft night, NBA 2K League draft night, when the, the the Warriors Gaming drafted the first ever female player. Wow. And, uh, you know, she became their six man, or six woman in this case. 
And and then from there, I've seen it grow to expansion. You know, there's going to be a Mexico uh, team uh, next season. I think it's called Dukes, D-U-X Gaming. Mm-hmm. They'll be um, entering uh, the TK League next season. And then to see, you know, to watch them play on TV, like they broadcast these games on ESPN, one of their many channels like ESPN Plus or 3, is fun. But to see them in person, it takes it to a whole other level. And, and that was going to be a question I actually asked. Like, so a an NBA stadium versus mm-hmm. a 2K stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Like, fans there to watch. What's Are there similarities? Are there differences? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really try to um, mirror a, uh, an NBA 2K league. Uh, NBA 2 oh, got to get them separate here. An NBA <laughs> arena from an NBA 2K league arena. And they try to keep them together. So, for example... In, in most uh, leagues, whether it be your your, your Fortnite leagues or, or your other 2K leagues, they all have the big screen in the middle and the players sitting, I guess, parallel to one another. So you never see them face-to-face. Um, in the 2K league, they create a circle. Mm-hmm. So they play in a circle. And in the middle is like a center court. And in the center court is a ref. You're thinking, well, wait, why do they need a ref? You know, they're, just, they're not running up and down the court. Well, because there, there is a code of conduct, and the ref dishes out technical fouls, just like you would see in an NBA game if some of the players are taking it more than where they should when it comes to trash talking, getting up, approaching other players. Yes, you heard me that right. They approach other players and try to really get in each other's head. <laughs> and I was there when fights had broken out wow. between guys. I mean, that's how serious uh, these players take it. And, you know, the, the, the rest will walk around. He'll get off the center, center stage. He'll walk in the baseline, um, you know, circle, circle, making sure, like, nobody's cheating, you know, mm-hmm. um, doing anything they shouldn't be doing. Uh, and, and, of course, you know, just telling players to cool down on the trash talk if it's getting more than excessive. Um, you have uh, banners. So, for example, just like you would see at the Spurs AT&T Center, the championship banners, there's championship banners inside the NBA 2K League of all the teams that have won it in past. Just like in an NBA uh, arena, there's fan stands, and the fans just surround the, uh, the court. Uh, just like in an NBA game, pregame, when they announce the starting lineup, they announce the starting lineup in an NBA 2K League. They try to really match what you see at an NBA game into an NBA 2K League game. A lot of stuff that the public doesn't get to see. Because when these are broadcast, they just jump right to the game. So it, it, it was eye-opening for me. I remember my first game, I think it was uh, Celtics Gaming. I had no idea what I was in for. I, I don't know what is going to happen. And um, just the passion just caught my attention. Just how intense these games can get, um, you, you know, from, from the trash talking to the families going out there to the amount of support that these guys have and these ladies have that are in that control seat in with their controller in front of them and playing as a team. Now, let me, let me make this very clear. <laughs> this is a team sport. Yeah. This is not uh, Katie and Jeff, you know, going one-on-one with each other on 2K League and you're controlling all the, all the individual players. You're not moving your stick from the point guard to the forward to the forward, back to the point guard because you made a pass. No, every single person has a designated role on the five-man team. So, for example, 
KD's going into game one of her series against uh, Dallas Mavericks gaming. Ooh. Well, sh- she's going to be playing the point guard, and that's it. The next person next to her on the seat is only playing the center, and that's it. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a team sport. So everybody has to be in sync. So you hear, you hear just a lot of communication, a lot of them talking, 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 talking. The, the coaches just going from one player to one player, telling them to do this, do that, do this. Uh, you know, there's, yes, they have assistant coaches with clipboards um, saying, like, we're seeing this on the other side of the, uh, of the screen, their opponent, let's, let's do this. There's a halftime, but the halftime performances. So um, I always say, if you've been to an NBA game, then you've been to an NBA 2K league. It's, it's, just, <laughs> on a, it's just on a console. That's the only difference. And I, I, I think the, the public has a difficult time seeing that. They just see a video game. Mm-hmm. It's okay, fine. It's, it's, it is. That's what it is. And at the end of the day, it is a video game. But if you see it beyond that, it's a team sport with passionate players that had given up a lot of blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. to get to be a professional a 2K league player. There's a lot of stories like that that I've discovered in my time covering the league from uh, an individual who plays for uh, Grizzly Grizz Gaming. Mm-hmm. You, you know how he and his family had to had to escape, uh, you know, a, a communist country. Wow. Uh, to make it to Canada and they are still struggling to survive and how he said, I am pretty good at 2K. Let me do the combines and he made it. And now he supports his family. Wow. With the money that he makes. What an amazing story. So, it is. It, it really is. And, um, the, the, you know, and as the 2K league got to know me and the players got to know me, that was kind of the biggest hurdle for me. A lot of the players didn't know who I was and they were kind of leery with me at first. They didn't really want to open up with me. They didn't want to talk with me. Um, a lot of questions they just didn't answer. Mm-hmm. You fast forward to today, and they see me. It's as if like I'm their big brother <laughs> for a long time. What's going on? The general manager's coming to me. Hey, Jeff, what's up? Um, giving me the scoop sometimes, which is fun. <laughs> and uh, the players, you know, you know, giving me a hug. How you doing? Right. I'll give you a good example for that. Uh, the first time ever, the NBA 2K League had an all-star game. This was held out in, um, in uh, Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, New York. And this was right after the pandemic is settling down. And for New York City, for them to allow us to be in one big room, that was huge because New York is very, very strict. Mm-hmm. And... So I say, yeah, I'm, uh, league reaches out to me. You want to go and cover the All-Star game? I say, yeah, that's cool. I'll go out there. So we go to the media room, and the guys are coming in, and they are just ecstatic to see me, jumping <laughs> up and down, giving me a hug, shaking hands. Um, and you built this trust with them. You built this bond with them. And the good news is, is, um, that's allowed me to just form new relationships with these uh, players. And now I don't see them as, just as just 2K League players. They become friends. They yeah. really become friends with me. And, um, but it's great. It's good. You know, yeah. and, and, you know I, I, I've been fortunate enough to bring this to San Antonio. Right, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah. People may not understand that literally yeah. if you live here, you have access to an, a, 
amazing coverage of the 2K League. Yeah. Obviously, not uh, San Antonio Spurs 2K no. League information, but information from all over the league, amazing stories right on the Ken's website, courtesy of you. We'll be right back with Jeff from Ken's 5 right after this to talk about why the Spurs don't have a 2K League team of their own. I'm Katie Barber, and you're listening to The Meta right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. The Meta with Katie Barber on San Antonio Sports Star. Welcome back to The Meta right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. I've got Ken's Five's own Spurs digital journalist, Jeff Garcia, and NBA 2K League writer, Jeff. Why don't the Spurs actually have a team of their own? I get, a lot, I get this, asked this question a lot. Of, when is San Antonio going <laughs> to yeah. uh, join? When is San Antonio going to join? Well, San Antonio is only one of just a handful of teams, um, maybe less than a handful of teams that are not in it. They're just off the top of my head, it's, it's San Antonio, Phoenix, Denver, Houston, Chicago, and the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, those are the last six teams of 30 NBA teams that do not have an NBA 2K League franchise. Mm. Um, and I get why the Spurs maybe haven't uh, dived in yet. And and I can't talk for, you know, well, I can talk for Houston. I know why Houston's not in it, because they have an NBA 2K League team just in a different league. Oh. They're not in the NBA's league. They're in a different league. Okay. So there's that. So you can, you know, there is an excuse for Houston. But uh, for San Antonio, um, I remember that was kind of one of my biggest goals initially with the 2K League. Is, well, when is San Antonio going to do this? When is San <laughs> so um, I remember talking to their, um, to the, um, I guess, the managing director mm-hmm. of the league. Uh, initially, my first year covering it, I asked him, I go, hey, you know, so when's the Spurs going to join? Yeah, he and the league made every effort to get them on board. And it got to the point where he had told me, Jeff, we've done everything we can. We put our best foot forward. Huh. The ball's in their court. Now, this was like around year two. Literally. Year two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The virtual, virtual ball's on their court. <laughs> so I'm there. I'm saying, okay, good, good. This is imminent. Now, 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 you know, by this time, I already developed a lot of sources, a lot of the, yes, 2K League players have agents. So a lot of the agents, you know, <clears throat> texting me, calling me, you know, hey, how's it going? Some of the PR people are texting me, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, and he, he, they're asking me, do you know anything about the San Antonio joint? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> All I know is what I put out there. Mm-hmm. And so... I think, yeah, it was year two, I was covering it, and I'm at the arena. I'm not there to find out if the San Antonio is joined. I'm just there to cover the league. Right. And I noticed, like, a huddle, like a bunch of people in a corner huddling up. And media row is um, small. It's tiny. There's a handful of us just covering the esports scene um, out in New York City. And the PR person is next to me. And he, I think he noticed that I noticed that there was some scuttlebutt going around. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, are you wonder who, who that is, right? I go, yeah, what's going on? There seems to be some intense discussions over there. He goes, those are the San Antonio Spurs. They sent people out here oh. to check it out. You know, I had to ask. I go, can I talk to them? They went, nope. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> nope. Um, they said, nope. But they're here. Um, 
I believe it was going into season three now where that was the closest the Spurs got to it. They were just a whisker away wow. from joining. They were always, now, why they said no, I don't know, but I can speculate. And here's here, here's where it's the, <laughs> yeah, the nitty-gritty. Running the NBA 2K League uh, franchise is expensive. Very, very expensive. Mm. Um, it's a lot of money. You Not only you got to pay your payroll, which are your players, you got payroll of the coaches. Mm-hmm. It's just like any other NBA team. Mm-hmm. You have these these the, the players are housed. So basically, if 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 Katie gets drafted by the Brooklyn Nets gaming, you and you live in San Antonio, well, for six months out of the year, you have to live in Brooklyn. Right. You cannot be living in San Antonio. Um, there's flights. Okay. So let's just say Katie gets drafted by the uh, Kings Gaming out in Sacramento. Okay, not only do you have to then relocate to Sacramento, now the Sacramento franchise has to fly you and the whole team every week, at least twice a week to New York City. And then you have to pay for your hotel stay there and your meals and and whatnot. Right, right. There, because the, I mean, maybe this is going to change because the pandemic forced them to change, but... Pre-pandemic, it was it's expensive. all games have to be in person. Yeah. You have to, you know, there was there was no remote gaming allowed early in the NBA 2K League's um, uh, history. Now, does the pandemic change things? Of course it did. They did go to remote um, because they had no choice. But that's probably going to change. They're probably going to go back to in-person playing once all this mess gets settled down. So there's that. So you have housing, you have mm-hmm. jerseys, you have everything. So now you're doing the house for the Spurs. Well, first of all, it's a small market city. Um, they sold off a bunch of their other assets they had. They they sold off the the WNBA team, which is now in Las Vegas. Oh. They sold off they sold off their soccer team, uh, which is now I'm sorry, their not soccer team, their hockey team, which mm. is now in Las Vegas. Um you know, and then the pandemic happened, and that hurt them with no fans. Yeah. So I, I, I think it'll be a while before San Antonio dives in. But the good news is, is that they are interested in just esports in general. Right. I was, I was the, um, the person uh, who broke the news to San Antonio that they joined Tribe Gaming, which was the, um, you know, the mobile gaming uh, you know, folks out there in Austin. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That that's was earlier huge. this year too, right? Yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's huge. First of all, there were Tribe Gaming, you know, the biggest mobile platform um, you know, team gaming out league, there. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, gaming league out there, and uh, they took an investment in, in it. Yeah, I see that as baby steps. It's just baby steps. Uh, and I say, okay, you know, when when the Spurs asked me to if I wanted to be the one to break the news, I was like, obviously I do. <laughs> but in, 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 in my talks with them, they were, they were asking me, and I was asking them, like, so are the Spurs players going to get it on their, their cell phones? And or play, whatever, right? They're allowed to use and play. They said no. They Aww. said no. They're just, take, they're just taking a partnership. So Spurs okay. Sports Entertainment is just taking a partnership with Tribe Gaming. Well, it's me. The, the most that maybe one day we'll mm-hmm. see, you know, I'm picking a random player, Jakob Pertl, you know, <laughs> playing League of Legends. I would say Keldon you know? Johnson. I met him when he was here doing yeah. a, an interview, and he told we talked about video games when I, I yeah. met him in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
uh, League of Legends. You know, Lonnie Walker, he's a big COD fan. Oh. Huge. Huge. Should get him into review uh, Vanguard. <laughs> I know, right? I just want to play with him with right? Vanguard. You know, I'd be happy with that. I'll, I'll get my butt kicked, but um, big, big fan. Um, yeah. And so it, it's just good to see that San Antonio Spurs at least have an interest in right. sports. You know, so maybe that could be the seed to something bigger. I'm hoping that one day, you know, uh, somebody would tell me, hey, guess what? They're, 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 there's a chance. I mean, they may dive in. They're, they may yeah. go to the Tokyo League. Because I think that'll be great. And low key, San Antonio is very thirsty for uh, esports. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that much. I can tell you that much. I have friends, I think your previous guests, uh, Chris Sines from yep. Texas uh, Gaming, you have them, and he's constantly, you know, pushing me to. Um, you know, uh, hey, check this out. He's hosting a, van, uh, a Call of Duty, a Warzone tournament this weekend, which, uh, yeah. so, you know, there's there's opportunity there. Uh, and and yeah. as the world kind of continues reopening post-pandemic or through the ongoing pandemic with a new way of life, whatever happens, <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see, we hopefully will see a return to it. And some of those, uh, those, uh, those venues that closed, you know, during the pandemic, see, you know, something rise from the ashes there and see the other places thrive, like Level Up Gaming Gallery and mm-hmm. <clears throat> all of those really, really great places. Yeah. Yeah. And, and same year's university. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, they have their uh, E-Leagues. And Texas A&M there. San Antonio has yeah. one also. Yep. yep. Same year's university. Yeah. Texas uh, A&M San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget too, that down the road soon, there's going to be an Esports arena opening up in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. There's that. So I, I firmly believe that if the Spurs were to go into the NBA 2K League, I think it will thrive. Yeah. Bit. I think you're probably going to get some pushback initially. But if they do go down that route, I'm glad that at least I was ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, you've you you've know. been a first You've been in the front row watching things happen and not mm-hmm. happen and watching things almost happen, be on the precipice of mm-hmm. taking flight and it doesn't happen. It, that's really just so indicative, like you said, of the fact that there's interest there. It's it is a possibility. And down the road, when they have when they maybe see more value in it or when that value mm-hmm. is presented to them in the right way uh, and whatever other roadblocks are keeping them from doing that, hopefully we can uh, celebrate the creation of a Spurs 2K league here in San Antonio. Be amazing. I I, I, I've been asked, like, they, you know, in, in, you know, whenever I do get asked about the Spurs possibly joining, and the follow-up question is always, oh, so you're going to coach them? <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I can coach them. Coach it, Jeff, you know, coach I, Jeff, yeah, coach Jeff. They're like, they're like, maybe you could become, you'll become the coach. I'm like, I know what to tell them. I mean, I know how to play 2K <laughs> league. I, I know what, what to do, but... I would probably default to, you know, if it's a close situation, just button mash. Button mash everything. <laughs> Something's going to happen if you just button mash. Oh. So, but it's, 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 it's been fun. It's been fun. And, you know, when I look back at, you know, covering the 2K League for as long as I have, what stands out for me more is just the personal relationships that I, I made with the players. Right. Um, you know, and it's so funny because when I write articles about them, you know, I'm used to calling them their 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 gamer name. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, the the female player uh, she, with the Warriors game, um, her gamer name is Chiquita. <laughs> right? um, uh, I go to uh, I, I don't know. Um, there's another guy 
you know, one of the guys that I was telling you about earlier that was a financial advisor. You mm-hmm. know, his, his, you know, he has a he has a name, but his name, but his stage name is Steez. So when I'm writing these articles, I'm like, do I call him Steez or do I call <laughs> his real name? Do I call her Chiquita or do I call her her <laughs> real name? So, uh, but if you notice what I do in my articles, I, I rarely do X's and O's. I rarely do, you know, well, you know, you know, Katie decided to pass the ball to so and so, and this is what happened. I, I like getting the with public to realize that they're just not. Yeah, video gamers. No, that they're real people competing in as an opportunity. Yeah, for money, for more money than I've ever competed for in a lot of cases. Right. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, wasn't it a couple of years ago the Fortnite tournament in Queens, New York, where the the there was a teenager who won like a million something dollars? Right. I mean, it's it's just yeah. insane. Well, but could I possibly get you to? Uh, maybe I shouldn't do this on air, but uh, could I get you possibly to promise to break the news? On on the radio, you can break the news on Ken's written, right? But break yeah. the news here oh, that Spurs that. is going to start an NBA 2K league. Hopefully, whenever well, that happens. <laughs> well, you're you're gonna have to be on the ball because you know if you follow my stuff on the Spurs stuff, I'm just go 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 go. I'll so, try and keep up. Knowing, knowing our luck, knowing our luck, I'll get the news if and when it does that ever happen. <laughs> and you have one of those moments where like your cell died or, <laughs> no. or your internet don't, went out. Don't curse me like that. They're no, I'm knocking on wood right now. <laughs> I know, right? No, no. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, I, you know, knowing how the league will work and the league's been great. The league in general. Has been yeah. Great to me. You know, they, they've let me uh, break news about the league in general. Um, um, That's amazing. Stuff. So I'm, I'm crossing fingers that if they do find out that Spurs are joining, <laughs> that they'll give me that opportunity too, because, um, it, it's just great. It's just, it's just so, so fun. And I hope that San Antonio gets gets experience what other NBA teams, fan bases get to experience. And yeah. Seeing, you know, just a different area of a franchise where it can go. I would love to see the eSports world. Yeah. Well, I just would love to see the, the energy. I've been to four Spurs games so far this season at home, and it was the first, the first season I've ever gone to any. And I would love to have that energy, you know, well, also, well, the, 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 the 2K League Arena gives you that energy. Yeah, that's, that's what, right. That's what I'm saying. I would kill to see, just to feel the, the Spurs, the, the black and silver energy that, that, that you feel yeah. at, the, at the home games. You know, right. I, I would kill for and that. It, yeah, and, and NBA players go to the 2K League Arena to check it out. Yeah. Um, you have Hollywood actors that are owners in some of these franchises. That are just committed. Look, look. Uh, we don't have to go that far. We can just look here in our backyard in San Antonio. Um, Austin Spurs re, uh, broadcast TV personality and former Spur, oh, uh, Fabrizio Alberto. He is a huge esports fan. I did an article uh, with him, an interview with him about his love of esports. Wow! And guess what? He owns an esports league in Argentina. He owns one. Wow. Okay, and here's here's something else too. I give you this one. <laughs> Guess who else is a? We're running a little low sport. on time, so but right. we'll definitely have to have you back to share these stories too. Tony Parker is a big esports <gasps> fan. Tony Parker. Yep. All right. Yep. Does anyone have his uh have his phone number? I wanna I wanna chat with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody does. I so. <laughs> well, Jeff, I seriously thank you for coming. I feel like this time flew by. I wish we had more time to chat today, but that just means you have to come back um, and chat another day. Um, but uh-huh. where where can people find you if they want to either listen to you or read what you what you're writing? 
Sure. Uh, Kansfi.com slash Spurs. That's my new home. Uh, covering the Spurs pretty much 24 hours a day, every day. <laughs> um, Locked on Spurs. Some of your coworkers like to invade that a lot. <laughs> Michael Jimenez, all those guys out there. Uh, it's, it's a fun time talking Spurs. And you get the anime talk every once in a while. Yes. Locked on Spurs. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. And uh, for a fair warning, you get a hefty dose of Spurs and a lot of pop culture. It's perfect. That's what I, yeah. my, my you were, like I said, my introduction to the San Antonio community. And I was <laughs> embraced with open arms after, <laughs> after like you kind of spotlighted some of my stuff. So it was, yeah. it's been great. And I'm really, really excited that we finally got to chat. Um, and we'll definitely have to have more chats about the good nerdy stuff, not just here in San Antonio, but everywhere mm-hmm. else. So Absolutely. thank you so much, Jeff. You will be back. Uh, but real quick, we're going to take a break right here on the Meta, your home for everything gaming and esports. When we come back, we'll, we're going to nerd out with James Pleasure. We're going to talk about Hawkeye. I'm going to talk about Arcane. And we'll be right back here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 94.5 FM. The Meta with Katie Barbo on San Antonio Sports Star. The Meta, your source for all things gaming and esports, right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. Remember, if you missed any of today's show, you can always catch the podcast online at sanantoniosportstar.com under the audio vault. I've got San Antonio Sports Star's James Pledger with me, and it's time to nerd out. Tell me about Hawkeye. Hawkeye's been, <laughs> at least for the first couple of episodes, fantastic. Jeremy Renner's deserved this. It's a really fun story to this point, and uh, Haley Steinfeld playing Kate Bishop has been extremely good. You're getting tease nuances of the Swordsman, a very <laughs> low-key character from Marvel comic history. Um, there are subtle nods to like the West Coast Avengers and stuff like that, which could be coming down the down the pike, yeah. And you're starting to see like seeds planted with Cassie Lang and Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, who ends up becoming Stature, who's a part of the West Coast Avengers. Uh, just a lot of things that are in the works, and you can see the webs kind of coming together, and Bubbling it's really cool. Surface. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And you, I feel like people have given Hawkeye's character a lot of flack for being for lack of a better term, boring in comparison to the other Avengers when, I mean, he's he's been a day one Avenger, at least in the cinematic mm-hmm. universe. And Jeremy Renner's just an amazing actor generally. I love the fact that he has an app. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> and he's actually been extremely important mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, the, the MCU as a whole. So, I mean, um, even within... The actual construct in Age of Ultron, like he talked about it with his wife, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not scared that they don't need you. I'm scared because they do need you because you help kind of bring them all together. I, I just love that they're kind of they're, they're giving him a chance to prove all of those people wrong that, mm-hmm. that have doubted his place in the Avengers. Um, I, while I was traveling last week, I spent. I had been holding off on watching the new uh, Arcane animated series on Netflix. It's based on the lore of League of Legends, which is a game I played very heavily while I was in college. I started playing 
when, when the character Caitlin, who's in the show, was released, that would be like in 2010, and I, I helped start an esports organization at Texas A&M so nice. around League of Legends. Like, I cared that much. Um, and I don't play as much anymore, but I've always been in love with the lore. Mm-hmm. And Arcane really hits heavy really? on... Yeah, they take some of the really great characters, um, just a few of them so far. Uh, yeah. League of Legends is a league of legends that yeah. come from different areas in the world mm-hmm. of Runeterra. Yeah, yeah. Different factions, different... Not countries, but uh, and, and what it, it takes place mostly in Piltover in the Undercity uh, in in the actual show, yeah. and they take some of those real iconic Piltover characters like Caitlyn, Jace, um, Heimerdinger, really? <laughs> really, really, really good characters, um, and give them life. That's uh, the, awesome. The the lore of the game has always had potential, um, but the toxicity of the game and the community <laughs> <laughs> has made it hard to enjoy. Well, and, uh, what that can be said about a lot of things yeah. that have cult followings. <laughs> And what I'm afraid of, I, I just want to warn people: if you love, if you loved Arcane, take League, League of Legends with a grain of salt. It's a fun game, but it's it's the community can be a little bit hard to love. And quickly, I know <laughs> you've been watching this. You told our guest Jeff to watch this. Yes. He's been on me to start it. <laughs> I've started it. Hit Monkey on Hulu, which oh is a God. Marvel series, is amazing i'm like not i'm not surprised it's not on disney plus uh it is it is absurdly violent it's literally about a hit monkey Mm -hmm. a monkey that is guided by the spirit of a ghost voiced by jason sudeikis and it is everything you would think it could be from that synopsis and more It's like if Ted Lasso went on a bender after the end of season one and then never recovered. Uh, that it's it's just perfect. Just the you know, I and I didn't even know that Hit Monkey was a a comic series. There's so yeah. many properties in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. like Marvel Comics universe specifically. And this was out of left field for me personally. Um, I just didn't know it existed until it was on Hulu. And yeah. here's the, the thing. Even being in the Marvel Universe, <laughs> I didn't know right. Hitmonkey existed. <laughs> like, I knew MODOK, which they brought out a while back mm-hmm. uh, with Patton Oswalt, was, you know, in the Marvel Universe. I knew MODOK, but Hitmonkey I had no clue about, and that has been incredible to this point. I, I, I love- And I can't think of a better person to voice that spirit than Jason Sudeikis. Right, because the main character is a monkey, so they they need to give a voice to something uh, like he's he's literally a monkey. Yes, right. He's literally a monkey at the beginning of the show that just lives with his monkey friends and family. So it it just goes off the rails real quick in a really great way. <laughs> and ten out of ten, you should watch it not with your kids. Absolutely. <laughs> um, when does the next episode of Hawkeye come out? Uh, came out Wednesday. So, so next Wednesday, every Wednesday, it's going to drop a new episode. Perfect. So we will keep an eye out for all of the fun stuff that is to come. Uh, hopefully there's more. I feel like Disney's been throwing curveballs. Spider-Man Far From Home trailers. Oh my gosh, I know. And, and that comes out. <laughs> December 19th. Right. So we and you will be giving us a, a nice little spoiler-free review of that. Absolutely. Undoubtedly. So I think that's going to do it for today here on the Meta. I'm your host, Katie Barber. Can't wait to see you guys. I guess you won't see me, but I can't wait for you to hear me next week. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank my guest, Jeff Garcia, again for joining me today. I'm sure he'll be back. And, of course, James Pledger for nerding out with me as always. 
Don't forget to join us next week on Friday at 10 p.m. And remember, if you miss any of it, you can catch it online in the Audio Vault under the Listen tab at essaysportstar.com under the Audio Vault.